0: Hey, hey, people. Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. Hope everything's going good with you, and I hope everything is going good with yours. Uh, The topic of this discussion to begin the show is, I would beg to disagree, but begging disagrees with me. It's uh, basically saying, I beg to differ, we disagree. And you know what? Some people do not take that as being polite. It might sound unfriendly, and they have the right to feel that way. We have the right to also not go along to get along. You have the the right to remain silent. You should not try to prove your point to other human beings. You should not be going out of your way to do that. Be mature. Be mature enough to allow them to feel the way they feel. Be mature enough to know that you stand fast in your truth. Let it go. Learn to let it go. If you can let it go, let it go. What do you gain by proving your point to another person? Is it that important to you? You're that empty inside that you need to win every argument. You need to win every debate unless you do this as a profession or this is something that you do in school to get yourself to college. You're in a debate club. There is no need for it. You make two people look very foolish standing around and arguing. argument. Don't overthink things. Don't overthink things. They're allowed to be wrong. They're allowed to be right. They're allowed to their opinion. That is the human way. Allow other people to do and have their opinions. Be well thought out. If you are going to debate, do your due diligence. Do not seek approval from other human beings. What people think about me and what people think about my opinion does not matter to me. It matters no more to me than a gnat does. And that is the God's honest truth. Worry about what your God thinks about you. Worry about the real things that go on in life and let the little nonsense, minutiae of life. Good buddies become great enemies because they argue. Because one has always got to feel they got to be dominant over the next. So leave it alone and let it go. I hope that helps somebody. Remember, you can beg to differ. You can disagree and everything will move on just fine. And as long as you let it be nothing more than that. Disagreements are healthy. It allows you to hear other human beings' thoughts and views and how they came to a conclusion. You ever thought about, instead of trying to prove yourself right, asking them why they feel the way they feel, what backing do they have to justify their course of action? Now we're going to move on to the regular show. Now before I speak about Israel, I do have something that I didn't have on the agenda, but I have to speak about. We had a shooting over a week ago at Morgan State University in Maryland. Five young people were shot. Five young people lost their innocence that day. Thank God they did not die. But there have been no arrests in this case. There has been barely any news made about it. X is not trending, ever been trending with this. And that disturbs me. A PWI, hell in high water, would have been stopped until somebody had been apprehended and you students of morgan state why aren't you not making a fuss a national fuss so that this can be discussed on msnbc it could be discussed on cnn fox maybe i don't care bet this should be talked about everywhere by everybody this is young people who were gunned down and just because they might not have died means it's no story that kills me. So Israel declared war on Hamas after a surprise attack in the Gaza. Oh, uh, Israel, Hamas, Hezbollah, Lebanon, the Middle East has been unstable most of my entire life. I feel bad for the women. I feel bad for the children. I feel bad for the innocent men who were just trying to go about daily life. They was not harming anybody. They are not a part of any group or political party. They're just human beings. And see, everybody, this is one of the reasons it made me think of this. You go to X and every other post is, well, this happened to them, so this should happen to them. And this is why this is happening to those. You know what? innocent people and bloodshed is always going to be spilled when there's a conflict between nations, countries, or anybody who has bombs and guns. And then what about the people who do not have access to bombs, who do not have access to guns? Why do we lose humanity? Why is humanity always thrown out of the window every time a conflict happens? Why can't people just say, you know what? This is human lives. This is wrong. Dick Buckus, maybe the fiercest monster of the Midway ever, died at the age of 80. Hall of Famer, Chicago Bears, actor. Uh, Dick Buckus, scary dude if you watch watches highlight films. Came off as a nice man in real life, but an animal on the field. So I say rest in peace to Dick Buckus so pharmacy workers at walgreens last week i spoke about rite aid and i spoke about cvs but now walgreens employees planning a walkout starting today through wednesday so if you have any pharmaceutical goods that you need to receive from Wal walgreens i think you better be calling that location to make sure that they're stabbed that anybody is there i don't even know if their doors will be closed And I wish you the best of luck. And I hope that you didn't wait till the very last minute to make sure that you got your medications, your prescriptions filled. So be on point with that. People always like to say, I stay ready so I don't have to be ready. Your meds are important. So be always on top of them. Powerball tonight has grown from $1.4 billion to tonight's drawing $1.55 billion. I wish you the best of luck with that i say it all the time and i say it every time if you win that kind of money be a blessing in many many lives many many lives clothes many many people feed many many people shelter many many people there's beneath so many cars you need there's so many houses you need there's so much jewelry you'll need you will be fed you will be clothed your medical, your bills will be paid Help other human beings. Our job is humanity, people. So I tried this freestyle library too. I got a two-week thing from Abbott online. I went online. I signed up. I got this two-week free thing. Personally, to start off, There is zero pain in applying this thing, zero. You will not even know you applied it. You'll be apprehensive. I'm sure you're going to be apprehensive about sticking yourself with a needle like that. But you won't even notice this in. My problem is I was using an app. This thing within the first three hours gave me all kinds of false readings. These low readings over and over again, very loud, uh, what you would call alarm. That you can't turn off some of the alarms you can turn off but they have one built-in alarm that you cannot turn off and i was worried about this thing going off at two three o'clock in the morning when the house is quiet and that would wake everybody up so i wound up not even leaving this thing on for three hours So as far as I'm concerned, the Freestyle Libre 2 was not for people like me. It's more for people who have type 1 diabetes who probably need to be up on this and who will not mind an alarm going off to save their lives. Uh, So you know what? If you want to get it, get it. But I say stay away from it unless you're in dire straits. I watched a TV show called Found. And this TV show was pretty good. It was only one episode, but Found is about... A group of people who find missing kids, children, and relatives. And there is a twist to the story. If you have not seen the episode, I really don't want to give it away, but there's a big twist to the story. The first episode was definitely worth watching. So if you want if you're looking for a new program out there just to give a chance, look at found. It's on NBC F O U N D. So the NBA, no, WNBA finals have begun. The New York Liberty are taking on the Las Vegas Aces. The Aces won game one, 99 to 82. This is a best of five series. I'm rooting for my Liberty. Um, I mean, I've actually been to Liberty games, even going back into the first season, me and my wife went to New York Liberty games. We wanted to support the WNBA And this is the Liberties going after their first championship. The Aces are the defending champions. So we'll see how this turns out. This weekend we had WWE Fastlane. And Fastlane was a good show. Was it a great show? No, but it was a very good show. We had John Cena and LA Knight uh, defeat Jimmy Uso and Solo Sequoia. Uh, That made sense. It's time for LA Knight to get over. I mean, he's really hot with the fans. John Cena is not there to lose every single week. So I pretty much figured this would happen. In a disappointing turn of events, the last man standing match for the heavyweight championship between Seth Rollins and Sensei Nakamura ended with Rollins defeating Nakamura to retain the title. I have nothing against Seth Rollins but it seems like the WWE is not going to ever put that belt on Sensei. This is his second time losing to Rollins in the fast lane, back-to-back years. And you know what? I Sensei understands that this is a business. He's in art form. He's an entertainer, and he does that at a very high level. He's, he loses nothing by not winning the championship, but I thought that they could at least give him a two- to three-month run Seth could have played up his back injury, came back and defeated him, maybe at another big pay per view before the end of the year. I think they dropped the ball on this. The WWE Women's Triple Threat Championship match was Charlotte Flair versus Oscar and going up against champion EO Sky. At least they allowed Eo Sky to win this match and k- retain her title against Flair and Oscar. I think this is a good thing for lady wrestling, women's wrestling, excuse me. Uh, Eo Sky is a good champion. She has uh, damage control, which is a good thing behind her. Bailey and Dakota Kai. I like that whole deal. The LWO went up against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. What in the world are they doing with Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits? Because they lost this match. Now, I understand Carlitos returned. Nobody probably had Carlitos on their bingo card, but Carlitos returning to the LWO was bigger and letting Bobby and the Street Profits actually get over as a monster heel unit? I don't understand it. We also had the undisputed WWE tag team champion match cody rose and jay uso defeated finn Balor and damian priest so they are now the universal tag team undisputed tag team champions what a weird pairing cody rose and jay uso now do i dislike this no but i thought that they should have used damian priest to take advantage, at least he could have cashed in and took the title from Seth Rollins. So you would have had now Damian Priest as the heavyweight champion, Rhea Ripley as the women's champion, Dominic as the North American title, and then you could have put J.D. McDonough and mixed him up with Finn as a tag team going trying to get the belts from Cody and Jay. So what is going to happen now is I guess Cody, Jay, are going to go up against Jimmy and Solo, or they're going to go up against Sammy and, what's his name, Sammy and Kevin Owens, or the Street Profits, which makes no sense because you just shot the Street Profits down. It don't seem like you want to give another belt to LWO, so I'm a little confused about this. But it was a good show all in all. If you haven't seen it, try to check it out. Major League Baseball playoffs have started. The number one Orioles are going up against the number five Texas Rangers. And the Orioles are now two games to zip down to the Rangers. Kind of shocking. The Houston Astros are going up against the Minnesota Twins. That series is now tied 1-1. The number one Braves are going up against the number four Phillies. And the Phillies are up in this series one game to zip. Number two, Dodgers are going up against number six, Diamondbacks, Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks are up in this series one zip. We had a UFC card. As I had stated about a week ago, it's been about two weeks or so since there's been a UFC card. Bobby Green just demolished Grant Dawson by knockout at 33 seconds of the first round. Uh, Joaquin Buckley, Had a unanimous decision, went over Alex Morano. Drew Daba ran through Ricky Glenn by TKO in the first round. Uh, Felipe Lynn and Ian Calabala. That, for some reason, that bout was canceled. I don't understand what was going on there. One of the decisions really bothered me. Vanessa Depanopoulos defeated Kano Morata by unanimous decision. These Asian chicks in the UFC cannot get a break. If the fight is even remotely close, they always seem to lose by decision to whatever white woman they're fighting. And I think something needs to be fixed about that because that is just wrong. Now, this week coming up, we have another UFC card. And the headliner is Sadiq Youssef versus Edsmond Barboza. Edson Barbosa. Jennifer Meyer is on this card. She's fighting Viviana Aurelio. Jonathan Martez is going up against Adrian Yazan. Uh, we got Darren Elkins going up against TJ Brown. Edgar Chavez going up against Daniel Lassada. Danada Lasaba is going up against Ravina Oliveira. So this should be a fairly decent card. So, the Denver Broncos traded Randy Gregory and a 2024 seven round pick to the 49ers for a 2024 six round pick. So, Randy Gregory wasn't out of work very long. He got cut by Denver. I thought he was going to be cut by Denver, but he actually got traded. The 49ers picked him up. They probably picked his brain uh, and try to see what information he would have about schemes that the Cowboys might run. We'll talk about the Cowboys in the 49ers later. The Dolphins traded for Chicago Bears wide receiver Chase Claypool. Claypool's career started off with fire in Pittsburgh. Since then, that first year, his second year was kind of bad. He was with Chicago last year, and nobody other than the Claypool family knew that he was still in the league. So maybe this will re-jumpstart his career, but there's a lot of receivers in Miami, including Robbie Anderson, who barely gets any burns. So I don't know how Chase Claypool fits in this. Now, the NFL bye week teams this week were the Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, Seattle Seahawks, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The those teams had games. Now, Thursday, we had Chicago go up against... Washington. It was the Justin Fields and DJ Moore show. Fields and Moore connected eight times for 230 yards and three touchdowns. That was a good showing. Justin Fields has now had back-to-back big games, and this was a nationally televised game on Amazon Prime, so this was good for him. Now, yesterday morning, we had another London game. And Jacksonville beat Buffalo twenty-five twenty. Uh Travis Etienne rushed for one hundred and thirty-six yards and two touch two fourth quarter touchdowns. The Bills fell to three and two. What they did really asinine was: why did they arrive in London on Friday morning? Why couldn't they get to London Tuesday morning? And give these guys a chance to acclimate to the environment to get over being jet lagged. They lost six hours of their life. Don't forget time goes ahead when you go to London from New York. And on top of it, to make matters worse, they lose the game. They fall the three and two. Then they lose Matt Milano maybe for the year. This was a bad day all around. Buffalo did not seem like they were in sync. They were out of place. They just did not look good the whole game. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore 17 10. Pinkett hit Pinkins for a late touchdown. And the Ravens were just mistake prone all game, dropping balls here, dropping touchdowns. It was a comedy of bad errors for the Ravens. The Ravens really looked bad in a game that they should have won. Pittsburgh had no offense, they scored their first touchdown on defense. I don't understand what was going on with the Ravens. They passed when they should have ran. They ran when they should have passed. It was horrible. Detroit Lions beat Carolina Panthers 42 to 24. Jared Goff has threw for three touchdowns, and he ran for another score. Uh, this was a uh, a beaten from the beginning. Carolina was never in it. Bryce Young didn't look bad. I didn't think he looked bad, but he didn't look particularly great. And Detroit is so much better than Carolina. And there's nothing that you could do about that. Atlanta beat Houston 21-19. De- Desmond Ritter had a good game. Young Way Koo kicked the last second field goal. Have you ever noticed Atlanta's always in last second field goal range or Somebody kicking a field going in the wind. Atlanta's a tough team, but they, you know, they're snake bitten. But maybe they have found a quarterback that they can work with going forward in this Desmond Ritter kid. New Orleans Saints beat the New England Patriots 34 to 0. In the last two weeks, New uh, England Patriots have given up something like 70 points and have only scored six. Alvin Kamara um, had a good game. He became the Saints' all-time touchdown leader. He had, he now has 73 for his career. Derek Carr threw two TDs. Is he looking spectacular? No, he is not looking spectacular but he has some pieces there. he has Alvin Kamari, he has Michael Thompson. So there are some things, and this kid, Ovella. So there are some things New England has, plus New England, I mean, New Orleans has a very stout defense. So I believe that there are some things that he could do that's going to help him going forward. I don't know if Derek Carr is still acclimating himself to the system there or what's the story. The Miami Dolphins beat up on the New York Giants 31-16. Now, I have to be honest, I thought it would be even a lot worse than this. But, you know, the Giants did score their first touchdown in the first half, and it came on a a pick six. And then after that, Miami seemed to say, okay, let's slow this down and and get ourselves together. Devontae, a chain rush for 151 yards. Tyreek Hill hauled in eight passes for 181 yards. They both scored touchdowns. Daniel Jones hurt his neck. He had to leave the game. Saquon Barkley was inactive for his third straight game. Uh, So the Giants is not going to get any better before it gets worse for them because I don't know how long Daniel Jones is going to actually be out. And if they have to rely on Tyrod Taylor, that's not much to rely on. The New England – no, New Indianapolis Colts. Silly, silly boy beat the Tennessee Titans 23-16. I thought Anthony Richardson was looking all right, but then he injured his shoulder, and then Mishu had to come in for him. But they had Zach Moss. Zach Moss went off. He rushed for 165 yards, two touchdowns. The one bright spot for Tennessee was DeAndre Hopkins' Had a very good game. He had eight catches for 140 yards. Now, Cincinnati beat Arizona 34-20. Now, before I even really get into this game, uh, James Conner sustained a knee injury. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but Joe Barrow connected with Jamar Chase for three touchdowns. Chase had one of those career days. And I mean, it was a crazy day. It was a career day season high, 192 yards, three touchdowns, and 15. Yes, 15 receptions. Philly. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Los Angeles Rams 23-14. Jalen Hurts show. Jalen Hurts 303 yards, one touchdown, one interceptions. 72 yards rushing and one touchdown. A.J. Brown and Goddard both had over 100 yards receiving. The Philadelphia Eagles right now are sitting at 5-0. The Kansas City Chiefs played the Minnesota Vikings and beat them 27-20. Travis Kelsey caught a touchdown after hurting his ankle. Justin Jefferson suffered a hamstring injury in the second half. We don't know what that's going to be. You know what? The day after these games, when guys get dinged up, we learn more about what these injuries entail. But as of last night and this morning, no real in- information. But Justin Jefferson has suffered a hamstring injury, which will hurt Minnesota's chances. And I believe right now, Minnesota is one and four. So this season is looking really shaky, especially as good as Detroit is looking. The Jets beat the Denver Broncos 31-21. Bryce Hall rushed for 177 yards and one touchdown. Did Zach Wilson have a back-to-back good game? No, he did not. Did uh, Garrett Wilson have a good game? No, he did not. Uh, Denver Broncos look like hell. They stink. Sean Payton's bad. The offense is bad. Nothing in Denver works When the Jets put up 31 on you and, you know, Russell Wilson is looking shot, people. I mean, he's fumbling the ball for a fumble recovery and a touchdown without even getting the ball knocked out of his hands. I mean, that's old man shit. That's not young, good quarterbacking. My Dallas Cowboys got demolished, embarrassed, uh, beat down, and bullied. The San Francisco 49ers 42-10 to 10 On the Sunday night game Brock Purdy threw four touchdowns This man has still not lost The game that he has started uh, San Francisco 49ers Are now on a 15 game win streak uh, He threw Like I said, four touchdowns He hit Kittle for three of them Kittle had three catches for 67 yards And three touchdowns Dak Prescott is proven that he is not the future of the Dallas Cowboys. He threw for 153 yards, one touchdown, and on three consecutive series, he threw an interception. And right now San Francisco is sitting at five and zip. So it looks like right now the head of the class in the NFC is by far Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit. Tonight's game, the Monday night game, that I could care less than two shits about is the Green Bay Packers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I think that the Raiders are better. T- no, Green Bay is a better team, even though they're on the road. And in Vegas, as long as they didn't get caught up in any nonsense of hanging out and partying and things of that nature, they should be able to love, should be able to beat Garofalo, or whoever that backup is for the Raiders. So I'm picking Green Bay, which hurts my heart because I really do not like Green Bay. Now my picks for next week are, and let's start with the bye weeks. Next week bye teams is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. But your Thursday night game is Denver is going into Kansas City. I do not care that the division rivals, I do not care that Russell's quarterback i do not care that sean payton's the coach kansas city needs a one of those signature victories they get that signature victory against denver i wish i was in vegas and if the point spread was 20 i still would put my money on the Chiefs. the baltimore ravens on sunday are going into uh england to play tennessee titans The Baltimore Ravens, if they get their ass to England on time, and I don't mean Friday, but either one of these teams, both of these teams need to arrive at no later than Wednesday so they can acclimate. If not, we're going to have a bad game because these are not two high-powered offenses to begin with. But I got to take the Ravens. The Ravens need this game. They really need this game for their psyche, so I'm going to take them to win. Washington is going into Atlanta Sunday to play. The Falcons. The Falcons seem, like I said, to always be in the thick of every game. They're at home. Washington is not very good. So I'm going to pick Atlanta because they play so hard. Minnesota is going into Chicago. I believe Chicago gets that bubble busted. Minnesota needs to win desperately, so they have to win this game. Seattle is going into Cincinnati. We're going to see if that was an aberration that Cincinnati got their stuff together or not. So I'm going to pick the Bengals. And San Francisco is going into Cleveland to play the Browns. I think that Deshaun Watson will be healthy enough to play this game, but I don't think it will matter. Cleveland has a great defense, but San Francisco has a great offense and a great defense. So I'm going to pick the team that has both. You got the Panthers going into Miami, looking for their first victory. They will not get that first victory in Miami. The Lions are going in to play Tampa Bay. I got the Lions on the road winning this game. You got the Colts going to play Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been on the road for two straight weeks in London. I believe that they will have a little lag and a little letdown. The Colts have been playing good. I don't know if Anthony Richardson will be returning, but Mishu can hold the fort. So I got the Colts winning this game. The Saints are going in to play Houston. C.J. Stroud, I forgot to give him his props, played another very good game. I got Houston Texans winning at home against the Saints. The New England Patriots, who are among the top three worst teams in all of football, are going into Vegas to play the Raiders. I do not care who the quarterback is for the Raiders. With the way they're treating Matt Jones by embarrassing him, binging him as he starts games, Belichick needs to stick with him or sit him. You don't do this to another person's future. You don't do it to their career. You don't do it to their ego. I got Las Vegas beating New England. Maybe another bad game for Belichick and the Patriots. But who's feeling sorry for the Patriots finally getting, uh, being ragdolled? Arizona Cardinals are going in to play the Rams. That's an interdivisional game. It should be a tough game. But Dobbs is pretty good. So I'm going to take the underdog Arizona Cardinals to win in L.A. Philadelphia Eagles are going into New York to play the Jets. The Jets get brought down to earth. Philadelphia is just going to run it down their throat. That defense that they claim is so devastating for the Jets, which really is not, is going to be exposed once again. Robert Sala is going to be exposed, and Zach Wilson is going to have a long, bad day Sunday afternoon. The New York Giants are playing the Sunday night game against an angry Buffalo Bills team. They might not have Daniel Jones, buffalo needs a victory they need to prove a point they played so bad this week this is like a vengeance game that they're going to take out on somebody who never did anything to them and the people they're going to be taking it out on is called the new york giants the new york giants have zero offense buffalo gets their self together and they win this is another one of those games if somebody had a 20 point spread in vegas if i was there i would lay my money on buffalo My Dallas Cowboys, who do not deserve to be playing on Monday Night Football next week, are going into L.A. to play the Los Angeles Chargers. This is the Dallas Cowboys' whole entire season on the line. If Dak Prescott can't get outside of his own head, if Mike McCarthy cannot coach better, Dan Quinn cannot come up with a better defensive scheme, and that offense cannot gel, the Cowboys' season will end in front of everybody's faces monday night with a loss and because the game is so important i have to take my cowboys to win this game once again we can disagree we can beg to differ but don't ever beg nobody to agree with you don't ever plead with anybody to dis uh, to agree with you do not go out of your way to seek approval or get somebody To understand your point, be secure, be man or woman enough in your own feelings to say, you know what? I know the truth. I know the truth and the truth has set me free and that is good enough. You accept it or you reject it, but I'm not going to bang my head up against a brick wall to make anybody else understand or feel the way I feel. It's been my pleasure speaking to you. I thank you for listening in. If you would like, please share, comment, or subscribe. That is all on you. I do not, once again, I'm not going to beg you to do it. I'm just asking you if there's something that you feel organically in your heart that you would like to do, please do so. I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.